the rocks, goats. Ooh, it's getting better. That is getting better. The goats, bitch. How's it going? Bitch. Um, I had a very soft girl day today. It was really nice. No, you got a you had a cunt girl day today. Is what you I had. had a soft and cunt girl day, <laughs> mama. Very tell cunt the to people. the feminine. Mm-hmm. Tell the um, people. Do you want to tell the people? No, you tell the people. <laughs> um, I've been exploring the fucking amazing world of fillers, and it has been so much fun. I never thought I'd be that girl, but baby, I'm the girl. <laughs> All right, show um, us the profile. Wait. First, it started with a non-surgical nose job because <clears throat> I've wanted rhinoplasty for a long, long time. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I didn't really like my nose. And then I learned contouring, ruined my life. Saw filters, ruined my life. And once I saw what my face could look like when I had a different nose, I was like, no, girl, this, no, chop it off, give me a new one. Um, and then my friends were being really, saying that I was being really dramatic. And they were just like, just, just, no. Okay, so then I saw what a non-surgical nose job was, and I really liked it a lot. Mm. So from the side, obviously my nose is really straight now, um, mm. and I just wanted the light to hit it. Excuse me. I wanted I light to hit it right here. So I basically yeah. just wanted the same nose that I like contour every day on my face. Um, and then today I got some cheek fillers. I don't think I should have said that. We can even see here this look. <laughs> and it's just gonna bring everything up a bit so i'm gonna be like (laughs) oh my god i can't wait till you do your um contouring it's just gonna look so cunt as they say it's gonna look so unnecessary to do contouring at this point Um, i remember like contouring my nose after i got the filler and i was like this is not this is insane I don't need to be walking around like this. But for, like, pride and shit, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't get over this line. Ugh. Insanity. Yeah. Am I going back for more? Yeah, mama. <laughs> <laughs> do I give a flying fuck? No, mama. <laughs> no, mama. You just do you. Um, and it only I mean, lasts, like, six months to a year. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? Get it. Girl. Get it. Yeah, yeah is... my life is a joke, so um yeah how was your day that my day was actually girl my anxiety has been so insane I mean if you caught our episode last week uh I feel sorry for you because I was in the thick of it and I watched that entire what I watched that entire thing pan out for editing purposes and I literally edited 15 minutes off there uh because it was so bad I know you you couldn't even tell. Oh. Okay, what the fuck? Can you send me the non-edited <laughs> version? Me want to see that one. No, it's actually just me saying um like uh, oh, just glitching. Just so much glitching that I I'm just like I can't put people through this and so it was so nothing was said uh <laughs> just too many words. And so anyways, so after coming off of that week it's just sitting in the stress of it all. And it's been a really stressful week. All good things, but just yeah. a lot on my plate because it was Craig's birthday. It was Father's Day. Uh, I hosted a barbecue and then I'm hosting another barbecue tomorrow. And on top of that, there's this big 
financial, you know, burden that Cloud. I'm sitting on. Yeah. That just, yeah. you know, my friend said it best today. She's like, it just follows you everywhere. And I'm like, fuck yeah, exactly. So, um, it's been a couple of days of just in like anxiety that I can't, that makes me actually like to de- feel debilitated. And I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Um, I, so, so I sent Dre this, uh, reel of people who deal with, uh, trauma release. And so a tip, if you feel like a panic attack coming on or just a really heightened sense of emotion and anxiety, something they say to do and what the reel was talking about is laying in the fetal position, put a blanket over top. I have a weighted blanket, which I think Mm -hmm. there's so much grounding that happens for me with a weighted blanket. Um, You put that on, you lay in the fetal position and then you say affirmations at to yourself that essentially will help release these, uh, this trauma that you're hanging on to in your body. And I just thought that was so cool. So I, do you want me to come lie on you? Legit. Yes. Yeah. I'll come lie on (laughs) you. Forever. Forever. You can be my weighted blanket. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I've gained some weight, so it's going to be fat. Eh. (laughs) Um, So it's been a lot of that and trying to manage this big, um, barbecue of like 40 people in my house over in two days. And so, but I've leaned into asking for help and I've got some of the moms coming over helping just do stuff that I would just take on by myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's good. And then today I went to Trader Joe's um, for some groceries and I fucking love that place. It's just, it's so good. You know those jalapeno chip things you gave me? Those like fr- deep fried jalapenos? Yeah. I finished them today. I have not once put them on as a topper for anything. No. I just had it raw to my face. Uh, eating it like an animal. Yeah. It's so good. And they're so spicy, but you're just like. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Shit. Um, I'm glad you're in the thick of it and you're sitting in those like fucking really uncomfortable emotions. Yeah. Um, and I think TikTok knows. Well, I think TikTok's been listening. That's for sure. Because, oh, your Can light you is. Me? Yeah. I think Can TikTok's been listening. Yep. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, been listening because all of a sudden last night, because I had said to Craig, I'm like, I'm feeling like really anxious. And I'm telling you. Every other TikTok, if not like four or five of them in a row, were all of these manifestation TikToks. And mm. I was like, okay, Siri, work for me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, AI, work for me. Yeah. It's um, tough. Like, it's hard. It's hard when you have those like overwhelming feelings and you feel like you're at the top of that roller coaster and you're just going down the hill. And it's that feeling of like your fucking pussy in your chest, like just like, <laughs> yeah. Know? And, I don't even know for myself, like, what's the best way to move that energy because I'm so active and, like, basically my entire life is built on self-soothing my own fucking mm-hmm. self. It's a full-time job. Full-time job. <clears throat> and um, different – anxiety requires different types of, like, coping. Some of it is um, – some of it is – can be, um, like, fetal position and the other is, like, Everything Moving. just get away from me. Everyone mm-hmm. get away from me. You know what I mean? So it's so mm-hmm. weird. Um, but hopefully you'll just be able to you'll just come down, you know? Yeah, um, I think so. 
Yeah. I think so. And I think once there's a plan in place and all of that stuff, it'll just feel easier. Right now we're kind of in this like not unknown, but just no plan yet. And so until I have that, then I will feel better. And I think one of the things I'm working on is talking about it openly because there is so much like I've been, and I think that was when I, when I looked at the podcast from last week and I was watching us and I, and I, gosh, I'm like, fuck man, you're holding on to so much shame Shame. right now. So much shame. There's, you've got guilt, you've got all of this stuff. And you know what? Quite frankly, who gives a shit? Like who nobody else is living your life except for you. And if this story can, and if me being open about it can help somebody, then fucking lean right into it. And And also like harboring secrets, that is basically the breeding ground and toxicity of like of the shame and now you have like double homicide of shit you have to deal with which is like the issue and mm-hmm. now this like emotional fucking shit that comes with it and um yeah like I, I think we were talking about this I was out with um with Jasmine and Tay and we were talking about something like that and it was like I think she uh Tay posted this meme and I was like whoa this really speaks to me mm. and it's like um you can't expose me. I know what the fuck I did. And I had fun. And I was like, (laughs) and I just really like that because like keeping secrets. And I know I have gone through it when I'm like, I did something that maybe I shouldn't have, or that was like a bit moral, morally cringy, questionable or or cringy. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, listen, I'm a human being. I am not like this pious Jesus person. Um, Nor do we want to be. Yeah. No. And I'm allowed to be messy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um mine mine is usually around like who I fucked and I'm like ah, I, I, I made a better choice uh but fuck it you were two consenting adults and we were both there and I did not hold a gun to anyone's head you know what I mean and I'm just like right. yeah girl I had fun and bitch I know you did too so mm-hmm. <laughs> work yes so, I love that I love that for us my name is Tatum my name is Tatum. Hey. I was doing one of those cheers, you know? Yeah, but you never know the end of any chant <laughs> or song or anything you start with. There's oh. no ending. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay, so have you all seen Beyonce getting mad at her stage people last night? Oh, it's priceless. And so at one point she's like trying to flick off the the stage and they're not paying attention. She's like, you can, it's audible. She's like, oh my God. And you just see her face. She is so mad. Oh, I just love it. I love when the queen becomes unhinged. It's good. I don't trust that lady, but whatever. At least uh, she showed who she was for once. Finally. No. Don't you talk about her. <laughs> you got one episode where you got to talk bad about her and that's enough. No. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. Um, okay. I am Tatum. I am Tatum. <laughs> I am Tate. And I am joining you from suburbia, British Columbia. Put me anywhere you want in suburbia. That's where I am. Ah. And, you know, super fucking grateful. Life's good. We're at the end of school and I've got 
Oh, bitch, and I'm one week away from my birthday. It's officially yeah, cancer are. season. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's that. So, yeah. That. Um, How about you? Also, sidebar before I do my intro, um, with all of the stuff that's happening in your, like, personal financial life and your birthday's around the corner and, like, the commitment we made for you going up to your 40th birthday, I was kind of like, is this not perfect? Like, this trial? Yes. Is this not perfect? Because no. I was like, Tatum, just give yourself one year. Give yourself one year, and this all of this is behind you. <coughs> Cut to the feminine. And, um, Cut to the feminine. And I was like, because in my head, I was like, if you buckle down for one year, you can also use this, use this one year without your worldly distractions to so just being really diving deep and ending your 39th year. I actually think it's the fucking most perfect timing. It's so true. And one of these TikToks I watched was like, this is your moment for disconnect. Like disconnecting yeah, from all of the things that don't squander, don't it. serve you, that don't, uh, the people that don't belong in your world, this is your yeah. time. So that, and I was like, hanging on to that one. Thank you. Yeah, that, and like, this could be a little gift too, that you're just like, you have no option than to like stay put and look at your shit. Look at yourself. But I mean, I am really pretty, so there's You're that. really, really pretty. <laughs> Fine, I was just talking to myself, and I was like, guys, I have a hair appointment. I'm so pretty. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> okay, good. That was like the day, was it last week, when you were um, – yeah, when you were speaking. yes having the technical yeah. <laughs> yes uh and i was trying to like say how i think i liked like you're asking me a question about how i connect to my femininity and i was like tits and ass and then i was trying to you know provide color to my reason and it was like this is really hard i can't really talk to you <laughs> when you're not really there and i'm like ah. <laughs> so guys hey anyways Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about today? I guess, I mean, all that yelling is actually a really great segue into our topic today, which is thou shall or shall not breed. Breed. <laughs> Wilt thou breed or wilt thou not breed? Wilt thou make spawn mm -hmm. on the earth? Mm -hmm. Will your legacy go on uh you know uh in your genealogy and whatnot yeah talk about that to me and tatum could not be more different again and the same again when it comes to these like very big things um and actually watching tatum's uh spawn just, like female <laughs> craze <laughs> when she was 12 and 13 um just really solidified like who I am not um, in a lot of ways. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I'm going to have to fucking figure this one out by myself. Mm. But Tatum. Yeah. Maternal was, is like my middle name. I don't, yeah. I don't really know where it came from, but I can say that I knew I wanted to produce offspring as early as 19 years old, as in, my goal was to ha start or get married and start having a family at 19 years old. It was always to find a spouse. And that was like kind of when, you know, puberty hit sort of that 
13, 14 sort of stage. Tatum, you were a boy crazy at 12 and 13. As soon as Leo DiCaprio hit the forefront of pop Mm -hmm. culture, I have never seen a more horned up, like, (laughs) on the cusp, on the rise of puberty than my sister, man. Holy, I remember looking at her and I was like, oh man, we are not the same. Um, <laughs> you were wearing tearaways. I have this really vivid memory of you mm. in um, Nern Avenue in our townhouse. And um, Tatum was wearing like tearaways and she was talking about Leonardo DiCaprio and she was losing her mind. And she was like <laughs> ripping off her, tarios, her tearaways and arching her back. She had one oh, foot up on the chair and she was just like, I just love him. I just love boys. And in her room, she just had like a shrine. No, a literal shrine. I was going to say that this shrine consisted of Leonardo DiCaprio's face that was literally real size, like real time size. And then all of these tiny photos of Leonardo DiCaprio around his face. So his face framed his face and it was I was my masterpiece and I swear I would just look at him and just and probably when I was having some alone time Literally. I like that too I'm sure mm-hmm. you did yeah I was just like it was very palpable coming out of that room I was like damn I girl. actually okay this is so embarrassing where are you where did you go I'm here personally oh there where you go you? okay you totally yeah. caught you you went dead for a sec. Okay, so this is so embarrassing. But do you remember when we went to that um, that church, CCC? Yeah. And uh, every summer they went on that uh, church camp up to Whistler. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. So like every day we would have like this church service and it was awesome. And there's lots of music and music just really moves you. And then there'd be like this moment of like prayer. Okay. And I had like prayer where it's like you, it's not even prayer at that point. It's more was like pleading and you go to the front, (laughs) you would go to the front and like, you know, the altar and like, you know, raise your hands. And I remember being on my hands and knees or on my hand, on my knees literally praying for this crush that I had to see me and want to be with me. And I swear to you. Someone in real life? Yeah. I'm not going to say their name. No. (laughs) But anyways, this boy was like probably like one of the it boys at in, you know, Champlain Heights and I just wanted him to see me and he was so gorgeous to me and anyways but I remember this is a core memory like on my hands and he's just like begging the Lord the Lord (laughs) begging the Lord (laughs) to have this man see me this boy see me so boy crazy was like (laughs) I'm telling you okay so this is such a funny story because I have not heard of this story. You haven't? Oh, my gosh. And it was like I believed it in my heart of hearts. Um, I've believed it in my heart of hearts that, oh, they want horn dogs. Fuck. One second. Thanks. Okay. So I remember being at this church. Sorry, the door is going to slam. There you go. Um, Being at this church camp and, like, literally asking so hard with every fiber 
in my body for God to give me this man, but did it the never Sky happened. Did Sky Daddy give you your wish? Sky Daddy did not deliver, and so I was ah. like, I was like, <coughs> I was like, like, I'm oh. leaving the goddamn church. Yeah. So boy crazy has just always been my brand, and uh, so yesterday I was going to save this to the end because I wanted to sort of have a moment of gratitude for everyone that has been reaching out to us and saying, you know, that they love our podcast and they love our dynamic and all of these things. It's been awesome. And I wanted us to share some stories, but it's so prevalent here because last night I actually ran into my high school boyfriend and he brought up our podcast and he said, you know, first of all, wait, first of all, how does he know about the podcast? Does he follow you online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, just it was really cool because another testament of boy craziness, he was mentioned how he would have to call our house for dad to or t- to talk on the phone because that's dating how old we go back is that we had a landline and, mm-hmm, and people had to call. That's how you need connected with people. And uh, he would be like, uh, hi, Mr. Governor, may I speak to Tatum, please? <laughs> Like that oh, was... oh, oh. Yeah. Anyways, good stuff. No. Okay, boy crazy. So here we are. I have chased the dream, if you will. Like, and I'm talking like white picket fence, like the whole shit. Um, you basically my manifested your entire life. I did. You really did. Like, you I really did. want it, saw it, got it. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. And I remember the feminine. my husband, we were, he had just proposed. And we were, oh my God, it was such a beautiful, whole thing was so beautiful. And we were taking a hike the day, the next day. And he's all like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And you know, once we have kids, like I'm staying home, you know, <laughs> he's like, wait, what the fuck? You didn't know that? I think I'd always mentioned it, but I really did make you it. You guys didn't talk about those things. You just like. No, I think we did, but I really just needed him to know it now that he had cu- cuffed it. <laughs> Dead. Honestly, I have watched you want babies since you were a baby. And mm. when I see like women with this like burning, burning desire to have kids, I know that I don't have that. And I was like, okay, cool. Another way I'm a fucking mutation. Great. Love that for me. Um, mm-hmm. But funny how we were talking about like, you know, you've always been like that since you were a kid. I remember going on a trip with you guys, well, everyone, family, me, um, to Florida, and we were in the Bahamas, and we we're on that cruise. And I remember sitting in the fucking sleeping pod of the cruise that we were at, or the cabin, the cabin, yeah, and, cabin, <laughs> cabin. And um, I remember telling mom and dad because they were talking about like when I get married and have kids, and I got so viscerally repulsed. And I was probably making this face that I'm making right now because it mm-hmm. actually upsets me so much. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. And I was just like, and they started laughing at me. And they're like, oh, no, no, you will. You will. And I was just like, girl. Mm-mm. And you don't know me. lo and behold, here we I'm are. I'm like in my mid thirties and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I will say this, that you have been not adverse because you've, I've always experienced you being like on the fence. You're like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe. And um, I also think you're quite young still that Mm -hmm. women are having babies in their forties. And so you're not there yet to even 
entertain whether that's something that you want to have. Not to say that you don't know that you don't want it. Yeah. I just mean that there is still there. It's not right. like a closing of a chapter per se because no. of your age. No, yeah. it isn't. And I think I still am very much on the fence because um, when me and my therapist were talking about like some stuff mm-hmm. and um, I was, I have a suspicion that I have a type of like, you know, um, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know, ticky ticky bing boom up in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I think I might have this thing. What do you think about it? And they were just like, you know, we can go down this route of diagnosis, like diagnoses, but if you do, it's going to be in your medical, like it's going to be in your chart. And if mm. it's in your chart and you want to adopt, it's going to be really hard for you to adopt. And my right. answer was immediately no. Immediately right. no. Right. Okay. That was such a fast reaction for me that I was like, oh, okay. Parts of me still think having kids in some capacity is on the table. The part that is not on the table for me is doing it with my body. Yeah. Because, like, that's always why I say, like, I'm she, they. For most part, I'm she, her. Mm-hmm. The parts that are they for me are the parts that have to do with my reproductive organs. And then the parts of me that would, I think, really fuck me up and give me gender dysphoria to have this thing grow inside of me. Like I remember going through my period or whatever for the first time and being so distraught that like my body was acting in a way I didn't have control over. I actually felt like my body was betraying me and I wanted to Mm -hmm. jump out of my skin. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until like my friends were telling me, Hey, like that's dysphoria. So I know that um, if my body were to change and I have so many body image like issues when I was growing up that I'm like, I don't know if I can handle it. Um, on top of the fact that I need like so much autonomy and stuff like that. So right. it's, it's a, it's a really like hard pill to swallow. Um, and then also being like queer is like, it would be, have to be such an intentional decision because I can't do it the natural way. I have to put science or the government, um, in charge of this process and it's not like I can be like well let's just see if the pullout method doesn't work one day you know what I mean like I'm like no, yeah I have to actually yeah. harvest my know, eggs right shoot myself up or right. go through this horrible adoption process that is like not fun or easy and I'm like do I care that much y'all don't 3d print these babies yet yeah I mean there's no, no Amazon Prime for babies yet like what the fuck actually there is a very dark side of the web that we probably don't want to go down. So I mean, I don't want one like that, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, yeah, but yeah, I hear you. And I think that it's so interesting that you say like, what was it like for you? And have you ever gone back and thought to yourself or wondered, like, why did I like, Hmm, what was that? What made me, what made me respond so quickly to nope, I don't want that on my record when you're a therapist said that because of course that allows you to keep your options open. Right. And so have you ever explored like, Hmm, interesting. Like I, it was just, it was, it was in, in instant. It was like, I know yeah. this. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Um, it's been really weird because I know my personality type and like, I'm very like all or nothing. So in a partnership, I have to, like check myself constantly to be able to accommodate another person in my life. And I'm grown to see I'm kind of a very selfish human being. And um, it takes like a lot of like 
knowledge and awareness to like basically decontify myself mm-hmm. to be out in public and to merge with another human being. But I did have this thought that like, could I see myself being a single mom? Absolutely. Mm. Whereas I am the sole caregiver. I call the shots. It's under my complete like tutelage. Then I would be like, yeah, if I wanted to adopt a kid and you wanted to come hang out with me and let's say you're five, six years old and you just need someone with a lot of like wealth and a good head on her shoulders and a like a soft place to land. Fuck yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, could I do it with another person? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because like because so then far, you have to consider their you have, have to consider. Very, like, sorry, yeah. No, I was gonna say so far my relationships have been really like transient, and while I really, I think I deeply crave a forever ting. I think that once, if I ever got to the place where I had it, I'm like, do I risk it mm-hmm. by having a kid with this person? And now you're no longer my lover. You're like the other mother of this kid. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, um, there's that too. Um, and and, and the it, baby is, part. it is really a big uh, shift. This is probably one of the other things that people argue a lot is how to parent because if you do not align yourself with somebody and while it's okay to have differing thoughts and differing ideologies actually it's I just find that 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 would be really hard it would be really really hard to to do that and as the maternal person in the relationship like there are things that I don't agree with in the way that my you know what how my husband parents the kids and there are things that he doesn't agree that I do, but you know, the, the beautiful thing is that they get to see both sides and, but it does, will it fuck with them? Absolutely. That is the one thing that you have to come to grips with when you have children of any kind is that you will fuck up your kids and yeah. you won't even know how you've done it. But you you don't do even it. know what you do it, but you do it. And that's like, yeah. The guarantee of parenting is that your kid will have some type of issue um, because of the way you've parented them. And it is what it is. I would say I'm a pity. Sorry, what are you saying? (coughs) No, no. I was just going to say like. (laughs) Well, while while she's saying what she's coughing, um, I would say that I am quite a selfish parent and more than I'm not more than I'm not. And in fact, um, I realized that I would say almost immediately, like I've got the life and I got the being at home with them. And, and I do a lot. I, you know, give myself credit. However, I was like, Oh my God, this is soul sucking. Like I yeah. have lost I've lost myself, you know, not a little bit, a lot of it. And this goes back to our conversation of last, from last week of not only did, not only do you need to have an income outside of your family, you also need to have a hobby or things that you love outside of your family that you do. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's always been, you know, I've, I love to work out. And so it's always been working out of some kind. Um, I don't, I would, while I would love to dance like Dre dances, 
I can sing, so I um I join a choir and so I sing in a choir. Um but like I also just love to go out out with my girls a lot. And so find me at the club anytime. Mm-hmm. I was I there were many nights that I was pregnant at the club because Oh yeah, like, so I remember. Like why not? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like I I don't know. I have like maternal sparks. I just I also just think I'm like an asshole like kind of sometimes. And so if like my partner said something that I thought was like stupid, mm-hmm. I would just look over and be I was like no. Yeah. They'd be like I've done that. Oh, we're going to do this and I don't really like this. I'm like end. Yeah, do you no, think I, I like, give a fuck yeah. what you think? Yeah. Like Yeah, I've I done fucking that. Fucking pussy poop these babies out. I, mm-hmm. I shit these babies out of my body. Are you crazy? You think I give a flying fuck what you think? <laughs> these are my children. Like, I would pull the bio card. <laughs> like, if I was with a man, too, I would be like, no, I could. I don't care. You're, what are you, Bobo the sperm man? Great. Your job is done, <laughs> asshole. Get the fuck out of my way. Why don't you go to therapy once and self-actualize before you tell me how to raise my kid? Like, I would be a monster mm-hmm. and I know because I have dated so many like male figure females and we argue about stuff like this all the time and they would just say you're so disrespectful and I was like well stop being stupid and I wouldn't have to disrespect you so hard like that your argument actually has no fact to it you just have mm-hmm. um it's stupidity and it's based on misogyny and I will serve you right, right? and like yeah especially when it comes to like having girls and I would hear other, like my other lesbian partners talk about, oh, we're going to get the shotgun out if we have girls. Oh, it's going to be like this if we have girls. And I was like, oh, I fucking first hate that. Bro. Mm-mm. If we have a shotgun, I'm going to, if I have a girl, I'm going to get a shotgun. No, absolutely not. We're going to teach that girl to be fear, like fearless as fuck. And, and be aware. You're going to teach and be aware. And you're going to teach your son how to be damn right, just dis- uh, damn right, respectful, kind, and not a misogynistic asshole. No, thank you. Step away, sir. Yeah. Mm. No, fuck off. That shit pissed me off so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even the and stupid I just, like, ass gender reveal parties. Like, it makes, that shit makes me so mad. It's so funny to me. And I was like, can you straight people just calm down for God, like one (laughs) second, the gender reveal, the engagement, the bridal shower, the bachelorette, the wedding, and then all for you to get divorced in two years. Girl, (laughs) shut the fuck up. And then everyone gets mad that there's a pride parade once a year for all of us looped in together. All you guys do is celebrate straightness. Somebody very close to us said the other day to, um, to me, and I literally lost my shit. Why? Isn't there a straight parade? Bitch, the world is a straight parade. Yeah. I'm like, your entire world is a straight parade. Yeah. Every system is a straight parade. You want to know why there's a parade? Because they fucking protested. Anyways, that was like, oh. Oh, and our rights are being taken away after we got them. Uh Uh Ah, This is the best, but we we don't need a parade. We yeah. don't need one. Give one to everybody. Fuck off. Oh Anyways. my god! It was actually like it's just it's crazy to me heterosexuality sometimes. Where I'm like, it's fine. Like, do you? I I don't hate on people who get married or have kids or whatever. I'm like, I think that's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But damn, just like just relax for a bit. You yeah, know? chill on the audacity first. Like, <laughs> just chill on that. You know? 
Yeah, man. Just be um, grateful for what you have. Don't try to get in everybody else's business. Okay. So <laughs> still thinking about whether I'm going to delete that. that oh my God. Please just keep it. It's so funny. I'll say something. Uh, what do you want? Do you want to tell, make me tell stupid no, stories about myself? No, 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 no. Not at all. Absolutely not. I mean, I was just thinking about how lucky I was because I was someone who had so much breast milk. And so I could have gone days without feeding my child from my body because I had banked so much breast milk. And Tatum's so boobs or its own ecosystem, bro. the veins coming out of it. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, there was like two planets upon her chest. If I was actually you, afraid. Yes. And if you put your ear to them, you could literally hear the milk machine going. <laughs> oh, really? Are you capping? <laughs> no. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> just all the gears just oh making the fucking mill. Yes, queen. Yes. So good. So good. Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, I was very, very, very blessed with the milk, with the milk. But I find, I mean, what else is there to know about parenting? Parenting's such a fuck. In fact, it's a mind fuck. And so, especially as a mom of boys, I what cried. When like? I, oh, I cried when I when I found out I was having boys, and 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 all in the very heterospective way. I've made up the word um, <laughs> because because out of the hetero. Perspective. <laughs> I thought I knew that, well, when I look at most men, uh, most men don't have a relationship with their mom past mm-hmm. a certain age. Most men uh, don't use their moms and dads uh, as the first grandparent contact or like the grandparent situation. Most men also end up just merging with their spouse's side. Yeah. And so I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't sad that I was missing out on this, like the childhood aspect. I was sad for the far future of them as adults. And so far my children, except for one. So one of my kids is very hetero and, you know, all of that. And one is kind of, he play, he blurs the lines. And I love that about him. And last night, my firstborn, I'm laying in bed with him and I could see he's visibly uncomfortable and I'm trying to pick up on his cues and I'm trying to get closer to him because we cuddle every night and whether we watch TikToks or just cuddle. And I'm like, oh, oh, do you not want me to cuddle you anymore? And there's this like really sheepish smile that's on his face. And I said, Oh, are you, are you kind of, he's like, I just don't want to hurt your feelings. (sighs) Okay. I'm like legit going to (laughs) cry because it was so sad. It was like this 
like a chapter was closing for for me. Like he's not now my guy who loves his mom to cuddle with him every night. Holy shit! For eleven years, every oh single god. night. Oh my god! I'm so emotional because it's. I so would be sad. too. What the fuck? Cancer season. <laughs> <laughs> But he said, he's like, he's just like, I don't think I want to be cuddled anymore. And I said, And you almost, okay. you have to respect it. What can you, you say? You have to respect it. That's consent, right? And that's also giving them that their space to be themselves. And, you know, so I asked for a hug and a kiss and that was fine, but he doesn't want to be cuddled. And I go, I just want you to know that. You might not want to be cuddled tonight, but if you change your mind, I'm always here. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Like, oh that is God. a mind fuck, right? And I always said he's like uh, like 11 going on fucking 18. <laughs> yeah. Just the way he moves and like the yeah. his, his stance and he's just got like Craig around and like Caden. So he's just growing up really fast. He's also like batshit girl crazy. Um, oh yeah that guy has had a a, since kindergarten maybe even preschool he has always found a girl that he likes and has told her and it's always it's that's just his vibe which i'm hoping but he, he the good thing is is that he's never it's always like one girl per year as opposed to one every week type of thing uh but i think he knows that he's quite handsome and he's been playing yeah. into that yeah oh my Fuck. god i know isn't that sad that's so sad i'd be a fucking mess yeah i went into the fetal position in my bed with my <laughs> with my cover actually first i went and cuddled cohen because he's seven and he still wants me so oh. fuck oh mm-hmm yeah, fuck Do you think too. firstborns in general are a bit more distant from their moms? Oh my god, I'm just watching Cohen play basketball and the, the sun's coming out. He literally just took off his shirt. Now he's playing basketball with just his shorts. And he's literally like one foot nothing and he's trying to do these slam dunks on like a eight foot hoop. <laughs> <laughs> so like he might not have the height, but holy shit does he's he the have confidence. the style and the confidence and the swagger and the vibe. Like I just fucking love this kid. He's so funny to me. <laughs> he's the best. Um I I wonder. I think so actually. I think that that with firstborns, there's just this there's always this pressure to grow up mm. and be you know, it's like, you're the big sister. You gotta, and also, okay, without sounding like a dick, but I kind of think that parents care more about the firstborn in the sense yes, that- Yes, they do. Like, not that not that they intentionally care less, but they're so high strung with the firstborn because it's their first go around with yeah. kids, right? And so they're just like, ah. So everything is like under a microscope, every behavior, every everything, right? Yeah. Whereas with the second and consecutives, it's just like, okay, been there, done that. And so the stress level <laughs> comes down. Um, yeah. It's kind of what I think. I like and viscerally I'm, felt mom and dad just give up. <laughs> I felt like, that. I literally I felt that felt, when I had my second. Yeah. Like I felt that when they were 40, 41. Um, really? Yeah. They were just like, girl, you want to be an idiot? 
be an idiot. They're like, I don't Go care. For it. I was like, oh shit, all right. Um, cool. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I actually Cohen asks me so many times. He's like, so can I go to therapy too? Can I see this? Like, like he just wants to be able to experience the same things that Sakai has experienced. Like, he's like, when do I get to have my appointments? And I'm just like, what trauma? (laughs) Oh, don't worry. You'll get it. Oh, you got, you're going to get, don't you, don't you worry, son. You got this. (laughs) I know. Um, I don't know. Having kids versus having, I mean, the world sucks, so it's hard to want to have kids. But I will say that you, one of the things that you said is like what genealogy, something about your genes being like having a legacy in your genes. Legacy, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legacy. When it comes to legacy, I will say that I love the impact that our family has had on our my kids, and mm-hmm. there and there is like. I do feel really sad that they don't have cousins on this side because they're so on my side because they are, you know, (laughs) mom and dad are so awesome to them and they spend so much time together. And so there is like, I wish that they, there were little Dre's running around that my kids could fuck around with because that would be so fun. And I see them with my husband's side of, and they love, they love their cousins, but they're so far away. So it's just, they don't get that. Um, and to that note, I also wish that I kept my last name when I think of legacy, uh, because at some capacity, because, um, you know, when I think of our immigrant story and not taking my, and taking my, my husband's name, it's like, shit, my parents worked so hard to give us a life here. And as daughters, like you get married and you, you take your husband's yeah, last name. Like, have you ever seen a fucking South African phone book and seen Govinder? There's like 25 pages. We're like of a, us. we're like a fucking Smith, but nobody knows. We I are hear like an infestation on this earth. Like yeah, we yeah, yeah. are everywhere. Like the Govinders really said, bitch, we outside. And they started fucking. <laughs> because like, even when we went to Singapore and like all these random countries that I had no idea had like brown people in it. I was like, yeah. why do you guys all look like my uncles? Yeah, you know no what shit, I mean? Right? So yeah. in terms of legacy, like we yeah, out here, that's uh, we out here. <laughs> I think, I think that's like one of how I wanted to end. Like I was like, you know, it's my job. I think a lot of my responsibility or not my pressure, but what sometimes I feel like I've been put on this earth to do is like mm-hmm. really intercept like, um, Intergener- uh, intergenerational trauma and yeah. I was like oh life hack I just won't have kids can't spread that <laughs> <laughs> it ends with me bitch yeah um, there is like a really big part of me too that thinks that maybe I don't have the skills to be a mom like um, I don't have like the softness maybe to be a mom or maybe mm-hmm. I'm actually too soft inside that I have like so much overdevelopment of like my ego to protect how actually like sensitive I am. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if, if I'm equipped to have those mm-hmm. skills. And if someone, if I were to look at like my life force staring back at me, like what a literal out of body experience to being like, I, it's my job to make sure you grow up to be something good. Um, 
And how do I not be consumed with that responsibility? Because I'm very go big or go home. Mm-hmm. So in a lot it of is, senses, like if I did have is. kids, I honestly, Tatum, I would want to do the same thing. I would want to stay at home. Yeah. I would want to make sure their meals are fucking organic. I would want to make sure they have the best schooling. I would want to make sure all of that um, because that's what, that's the type of mom I would want to be as well. Um, yeah. Thanks. Bro. I just know what a big endeavor it is. And um, I'm like, would I, <laughs> am I going to do all that? Yeah. It's, you know, you know, I mean, what's really cool about, now is that you can have it all when it comes to parenting. And there are just so many great ways to, to do that because I see moms who go to work and who travel a lot and they have these kids that are just incredibly emotionally intelligent. And they, you know, instead of having, instead of having, you know, two kids, they have one and they just put everything into them and they, and it's really cool to see that sort of modernization of families in terms of, sorry, (laughs) the ball was running. It's like rush hour and we live on a busy street and the ball was going down the, uh, the the driveway. And yeah, I think it, I think you can there, you can absolutely do it and have your career and, and, and why, and I'm very happy that I was able to stay at home with the kids. Um, I think there's also a bit of a detriment to that because it was only later in life that they actually got to see me working and they actually have never seen me go to work outside of the home. I've always ever worked, always worked around, you know, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's good, but I don't know if it's actually, it's good. And it's, I think can be detrimental as well Mm -hmm. because, um, for them, they will never, ever walk in. I mean, consider this last 55 minutes. How many interruptions have happened <laughs> while my children, like while I'm recording a podcast, yeah. which a podcast is something they understand. They see podcasts. They, you know, they can watch them on fucking YouTube, all that stuff. They understand. They comprehend it. Yeah. So they understand what goes into it. Yet yeah, yeah, yeah. they still have the fucking balls and the audacity to interrupt me because it's me but if it was craig not a chance like they know they it's like it it's so different it's so different anyways i get so angry like i question i just look at them i'm like would you do this if you're dad if i know i I heard you say that last night when we were talking on the phone would you do this if it was dad no yeah then why the fuck are you doing it to me yeah and so see that's that to me is like yeah exactly it's like they have so much access to me that they think that they can access me anytime. And that is very hard on a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I also wanted forward a sidebar to? too. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of our four listeners, um, and Tatum's um previously, we've had like mm-hmm. fucking really amazing feedback. So whoever has been listening to it, even if it's just our friends, um, thank you so, so much. It's been so fun. We have um, loved it. Tatum and I are more codependent than ever. Um, FaceTime last night for like an hour. Um, while I extracted the zit off my face. Yeah. But yeah. And I picked, and I picked the skin out of my toes. And so that was cool. Yeah. We're really, really (laughs) kind of feminine. Um, yeah. What am I looking forward to this week? Okay. So I'm trying to survive this weekend. It is pride this weekend and it is going to be 
insane. Um, I am dancing with my ballroom family um, in the parade on Dita's float. Um, I'll be dancing in Dundas Square on the main stage. Um, there's Blackarama. Um, yeah. Um, really, I am I, so jealous. I'm, I'm so supposed to sorry. be there with you. I'm so sorry. I still stand by your decision to stay, though. Thank you. Because, yeah. I think you can come you. for a different ball. I know. I know. But this is the year that I just go into hiding. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. My ego's just not okay. My ego's like, bitch, you don't look at you. You deserve to be outside. And I'm like, I know. Oh, I know. Awesome. Get me outside. <laughs> what are you looking forward to this week? What are uh, you doing the week coming up to your birthday? Nothing. I okay. don't feel overly excited about my birthday this year. Um, yeah, actually, I I was going. I wanted to do a drag brunch. I thought that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to. Um, chill on Thursday. It's the last day of school for one. That's the 29th of June, my birthday. And then it's the long weekend. And so people are kind of gone. So right. I don't know, maybe still a drag brunch. I don't know. Um, and girl, I'm just trying to get through Friday, which is hosting this barbecue. And yeah. that's when I'm going to feel like the stress dissipate um, okay. for sure. So that's going to be really nice. And it's going to feel like summer. Um, and I'm really excited for unstructured time with the kids like this. This is the really cool thing about being a stay at home parent is that like come summertime, you just get to go out and adventure with them and, Mm -hmm. you know, do fun things. And this summer, I really just want to like chill by a lake and a river and fuck with that. You know what I mean? Like be in nature. Yeah. 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 So it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I just It'll need be like one of my adrenal glands taken off. <laughs> I'm not okay. Like, <laughs> I'm so tired of being gay. Like, I don't want to be gay. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm just, this shit sucks sometimes. Yeah, but so like, many so many people are gay now. <clears throat> so it's going to be just easier. And when you think of like, when you think of like, even the new generation, the new generation doesn't give a fuck what you are. It's just, we got to all of these- is terrifying. All we have to do is get the the new generation to start voting, have all of these old fuckers that are making the laws die. Pass away. Please pass away. Disrespectfully. And that's it. Because that's the only way. So, like, if you take anything from this episode, go vote. And if you're in Toronto, please vote. Um, June 26th. Um, I've been saying this from the rooftops. Fucking my mayor is chloe brown um she was at the aids vigil last night it was just so incredible she wasn't there trying to cause a scene or make you know make sure people know she was there to get votes she was literally standing on the sidelines and we went up to her and said hi and i was just like in my mind you are the mayor to me Mm. um she's from rexdale she is literally for the people she is so poised um, she was at a she was at Tamar and Aura's ball, the platinum. Yeah, ball. I saw that. And she is the one. So our city is going to shit. Please vote June twenty sixth if you need any recommendations on getting registered locations. I got you. Just mm-hmm. 
uh, contact me. You can find me also at Nine in the House on Instagram. Yeah. You yeah. can find me at Miss Nine Margella on TikTok, where I'm yeah. very enraged. Um, where else can you find me? That's all I. That's all it. You can't find me anywhere else. All right. And you can find me on Instagram at Tatum.gov. And I think on TikTok, I'm Tatum.blies. Um, I don't post too much there. I'm not really, like, great at it, but I do love that. And, of course, please follow, subscribe, Whoa, and like goats. us, Throat Goats, Throat Goats Podcast, Instagram. And then, <laughs> really, I think right now we're just on Apple and Spotify. So um, maybe one day other places. But, yeah. That's it. And Thanks like, for like watching. It, Thanks it. for listening. Yeah. And uh, bow, 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 tell bow. us what more you want to hear about. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, we decided. So we're going to be together in like a few weeks. And we're going to um, record together our podcast. And we're going to play a game, Never Have I Ever. And so oh over the God. next couple of weeks, it's going to be a drinking game. And over the next couple of weeks, we are going to solicit your never have I ever questions. We're going to ask for them and we're going to use those for our podcast. And it's going to be Get fun. Get your questions awesome. in. All your juicy questions because we cannot cur- confirm or deny, but we will drink, which will hey. confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace.